Hello everyone and welcome again to another fantastic episode of the Creative Motivation Podcast where we are here to help you find the motivation that you are looking for in order to have the most success, success, successful life possible. Uh, with you as always are your co-hosts. I am Rohit Rohila. And I'm Anna Wall. And we are going to dive right into this because this is all about how to make fast decisions, episode 20. This is going to be a great one because there's so many people out there who struggle with this. Decision making takes them so long and they suffer from analysis paralysis. And so with that, let's just dive in. Why do you think first, before we talk about how to make those fast decisions, what are some of the reasons why people don't make fast decisions? What is it that they struggle with? Yeah, I in the past have been really bad about making fast decisions myself where it, it it's really detrimental to my growth, my success, my happiness, everything about me and the people around me. Because when I'm not making the decisions, I'm I'm letting others make them for me or I'm letting them sit and rot my life away. Um so yeah, so some of the things that really inhibit me from making decisions is all the emotion behind it. So I in the past have been an emo- more an emotional character. I really thrive on emotion, so I put it with everything I do, and that's just not a good way to go about making decisions because it slows us down. You've recognized that it's emotion that holds you back. Yeah. What is it about emotion? Like, Can you walk us through maybe a situation where you realized you've taken too long? And, and why, what was that emotion that held you there? Was it like a were you thinking about worst case scenario? Were you thinking about other people over your own? What what was kind of going through your mind? Usually it's definitely worst case scenario. Um, I this is this is the worst this is the worst, most painful experience when um making decisions in the past was shopping. For literally anything. Um this past this past weekend I was shopping for a Bible and it it was excruciatingly painful. So deciding it has to be perfect. That's the motion behind it. It has to be the perfect one. I have to find it. It has to be perfect. I have to do it now. When in reality, no, I don't have to do it now. No. But, and maybe I could have done, you know, some factual research on what kind of Bible I wanted or um, could have gotten some information from the person at the front desk. Super easy, but... What I was feeling when I was looking was, I have to find it now. I it has to be perfect. I can't mess up. Once I buy it, this is it. So it has to be perfect. It has to do everything I ever wanted it to. When in reality, it's a book. It, I mean, it, it's you know, it's it's a version of the Bible. It's not going to do. It's it's going to be a study Bible. It's not going. I'm not going to be able to write in it like I would with another book. It's not going to have less capacity like a normal straight up Bible. So it's not going to do everything I ever wanted it to. That's just illogical right there. And I don't need to find it right now. I ended up not getting one right then and there because I decided this is not a healthy environment for me to pick out a Bible because I'm too stressed out, too emotional. I had to take that out. I had to take myself away. Literally right when I left, I was like, okay, I know exactly what I wanted. So that was great, but I have to travel back to Tequila. It's okay. So that one was just the most recent, but anytime I've shopped in the past, it's been a very horrific experience with this shirt like I'll spend an hour trying on one shirt because I can't decide if I want it or not 
because I'm so emotional, like, is the emotional questions, like, does this make me feel good? Do I like it? Will I wear it? Do I want to spend the money on it? Will my friends like it? That makes no sense. It doesn't matter if my (laughs) friends will like this shirt I'm about to buy. Like, some of those questions are important. Like, are you going to wear it? You don't want to waste a shirt, correct. But, like, it doesn't matter what my friends think about this one shirt because it just matters that I like it. Yeah. So, I don't know if anybody relates to that (laughs) at all. I think there might be more than a few. I, I, you know. Um, But the point is, like, don't let that emotion carry you. Don't, Don't let that impede you from moving past that and getting what you need done. You need a shirt, get a shirt. You like that shirt, there you go. It doesn't have to be this hour-long conversation with yourself about if you want it or not, because in the end, you're probably going to get it anyways. <laughs> you came for a shirt, you got a shirt. So it's just, it's it's hilarious how how long it can take me to decide something so simple and so trivial, when in reality, it's, it's it could be a two-minute answer versus an hour. Exactly what you said is, is so right. We will get emotionally attached to things that we don't want to let go of. One of my favorite shows is Mr. Robot. One of the characters is talking about deleting. And he's saying that deleting something is permanent. When we decide we want to delete someone out of our life, we are making a choice that we no longer want that person in our life. And we have to live with the consequences of that. If we truly want to delete someone, you get rid of anything associated with that person as well. And we hold on to so much stuff because we get emotionally attached to it. We come with baggage because we're not willing to let go of the past. And because of that, we're, we struggle to move forward in life. So it can be very difficult for people to make these decisions because we get emotionally attached to them. We can also overcomplicate things. You went in, there was a, a book that you wanted to buy, and at the end, you talked yourself out of it because you overcomplicated that process. Yeah. Those are two of the biggest reasons why we don't make fast decisions. One, we overcomplicate things, and then two, we become too emotionally attached. So how do you get rid of that? That's yeah. what this is all about. What I tell people to do that I'm working with that to talk about this, they take a long time explaining stuff. I will ask, are you where you want to be in life? The answer is always no. Uh-huh. Great. Tell me why. And the first time I ask them, I don't say a thing. And it can, they can be talking for up to an hour on why they are not where they say they want to be. Now, granted, that's the first time I talk to them. Eventually, as they get started with their story, and I do this with my sister now. My sister, I used to let her explain everything. Not anymore. Like, I'll say, no, stop. What are you doing right now? And she's been to my seminars before. And so the conversations that I have with her are brother and sister conversations to one point. But it's also, if I really want the best for her, I'm going to help her figure this stuff out. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, stop, time out. What are you doing right now? And she's like thinking about things. Okay, you're right. I'm focusing on the emotion. I need to take the emotion out of it. And the best way to do that is by asking yourself yes or no questions. Because if you ask yourself yes or no questions, you're cutting out any other option. Maybe does not exist. Also, by asking yes or no questions, you are taking the emotion out of it. Do you need a Bible? Yes. 
will anyone really, at the end of the day, accomplish your goal? Yes. Okay, pick one. And what that does is it, it helps take the emotion out of it. Granted, it's not that fast, you know, but but that's what you do. The other thing is get it on paper. Write the facts only on paper. Because if you go any more, you're putting emotion into it. And again, it's the emotion that's going to hold you back. You suffer from this analysis paralysis. The more you muck up things by bringing emotion into it, and for the audience, no, I 100% have in my life led with emotion. I am one of the most emotionally connected guys you will ever meet. I may not show that persona on air. this podcast on air because what people want are, are, are quick facts because that's what they're looking for. But trust me when I say I understand everything that Anna said because I will do the exact same thing like tenfold. A perfect example is a reading chair. I wanted a reading chair <laughs> for four years. Oh, no. I knew exactly what I wanted. And if I didn't find it, I just kept on going. But then I realized one day, had I just gone with anything, was it ideal? No. But if I had a reading chair, would I have read a lot more? Yes. What was the point of having a reading chair in the first place? A dedicated place to read. It was myself that was overcomplicating things. Four years. And so the the analogy that I, I used earlier when I was talking to Anna is imagine you're driving down the road on the freeway and you're going 60 miles an hour. It's a beautiful day. You have no problems going 60. But now all of a sudden it's super foggy and you can't really see that much. And so now you have to go 40. You have to drop down some. That's what happens to your decision making process as well as life in general. If it's clear, if you know the direction that you want to go in, if you can see further down the road of your life, the facts. it's easy. But we overcomplicate things by adding the fog. The emotion. The emotion. And one of the most detrimental things you can do is talk to friends about this. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't go to you for stuff because our relationship is different. All my other relationship with with my friends is different now because now I've surrounded myself with friends who are involved in personal development. So they will get to the point of things. They're like, okay, what are you doing right now? Okay, let me think about this. Okay, yeah, you're right. No, I'm actively engaged in self-sabotaging behavior yeah. by emotionally being connected to stuff. But normal friends, what are they going to do? Oh, Anna, I, that's so horrible. Oh, I feel so bad for you. Like, how did you ever go through with that? Like, oh my goodness, this is, this is so bad. You know, I, I really feel for you. And what's that doing? That's reassuring you that your beliefs are right. And that makes you feel better, but is it the best thing for you? It's not effective, no. And so that, that's why it can be difficult even just going to your friends to talk about stuff because they bring emotion into it unless they have some form of personal development experience. But that, taking yeah. the emotion out of it, yeah, that'll lead to fast decisions. And a progressive life and proactive life. I'm just looking back at like all those times I could have progressed, but it's we don't need to focus on that negative. It's just now taking that forward when making decisions and even analyzing things that that happened, talking to friends too, 
just take the emotion out of it and then succeed because with that emotion there you're not going to succeed because you're going to be focusing on all that mucky gucky stuff the sob story you know so moving forward with that taking that out of there you're going to accomplish because you're you're going to have the task like okay take out the excuses just accomplish the task make the decision accomplish the task move forward grow progress be proactive yeah basically the key to life this is especially difficult for you and I mm-hmm. because we are emotional beings. Mm-hmm. We tie emotion into everything. Mm-hmm. One of the most difficult things for me to do is to recognize when a friendship is over. I just can't let go. This just happened recently and it with, with the other podcast and, and the guys said, okay, the guys were like, why can't you let go? Because again, the conversations I'm having with my friends now is different because I've got a new set of friends. And it's powerful stuff because they're helping me get to the point. Okay, we're not going to enable you to keep feeling this way. What it came down to was it was my refusal to think that these emotional connections that I had with people were only one-sided. I don't want to believe that the times that we got together to, to engage in deep conversation and and open honesty and vulnerability with each other was just one-sided. That is tough to think about. I've been doing that myself recently. Uh, So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to uh, close this episode off, episode 20, How to Make Fast Decisions. Anna and I both talked about how if you are an emotional creature, it can be very difficult for you. But at the same time, you need to recognize that that's a weakness And something that is holding you back. It's inhibiting this negative self-sabotaging behavior. So if you want to move forward in life, ask yourself the tough questions. And the tough questions are always going to be yes or no. Ask yourself, what's the end result that you want? In my case, I wanted a reading chair. In Anna's case, she wanted a new Bible. Don't fall into analysis paralysis. Having information is important but it shouldn't be a detractor for you moving forward in life. And the other thing is, be careful who you surround yourself by. We did an episode called, Are Your Friends Supportive? Um, And that was a really powerful one. It's been one of our top listened to episodes, but friends will always sympathize with you. It's, it's, It's rare friendships that will tell you what you need to hear in order to really move forward in life and be the best version of you that you can be. You're listening to this podcast because you've already acknowledged you want to be a better version of you. So take a look at who are you surrounding yourself with. Are they enabling this behavior or are they helping you move forward in life? So with that, thank you for listening to another episode of the Creating Motivation Podcast. Signing off, I'm Roth Rohila. And I'm Anna Wall. Thank you. Keep listening and keep sharing this podcast with others because it's awesome. And they need to hear it too. Because you love them. Because you love them. And you know what's best for them. (laughs) And you know what's best for them.